Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sans Pants Radio. Kiss my grits, baby. Welcome to today's episode of Thumb Cramps, a video game podcast for everyone whose thumbs are cramping. I'm Joel. I'm Jackson. And I'm Joel. And today we're looking at Fallout 76 and other games. So I've been playing Fallout 76. I finally downloaded it. Congratulations. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, uh, so last week, you, we was uh, three days? Three, three days? days it took to download. Okay. Yeah. Let, let me remind you, this is this, this, this not something I was going to talk about. Let me remind you. I played it for a day and then there was another 15 gig update. <laughs> That I had to download. Yeah. I played it for a day, and I was like, wow. And then I, I started playing it, and then it came back in. I was like, I'll, I'll jump back in tonight, get a good review. And then it was like, oh, uh, update. I'm like, what? How big? 15 gig. Had to wait another day. It was also good. Um, I was, I've seen you play this once. Yeah. And there was one point where there was a countdown clock in the corner, and you're like, I was like, what's that? You're like, I don't know. And I was like, wait. It's saying they're, about to, they're going to turn the servers off in 12 minutes to update the game. And you're like, oh. Yeah. And then Which, I f- hey, look to be perfectly like frank, like that's just a common thing for any online. Yeah, game. like I know that the same thing happened. When I was playing World of Warcraft. It's rough it for like it to happen. Week. Still, like so recently after. Oh yeah, and also I I suspect when that happened that I had. So I was just using a fire axe as my weapon, but I was killing everyone in one hit. So I just suspect I had just I, like found a glitch, yeah, the, or something. The perfect I don't know. fire axe. Uh, far out. It was very <laughs> funny. So yes, I finally downloaded it, jumped in, and well, okay, maybe this is a surprise to someone, but it's not a good game. <laughs> but what? I knew that was gonna happen. Excuse me, Jackson, while I lie down, and as I am too shocked to continue, I did not want to play this game. <laughs> I did and, not. And now, now that I have played this game, I am sad. <laughs> <laughs> so the basic plot is you make a character. Character creation as in-depth as Fallout 4. You Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, same, you would think it would be less, but it's not, but it's meaningless. So oh. then uh, you wake up in a vault. Yep. Uh, the vault is empty. Oh, cool. You wander around. There are little tables that give you like starting equipment and like, here's a gun. Here's how to shoot. Here's a stim pack. Here's how to heal, etc. Then you leave, you get an audio log, which you put into your little uh, Pip-Boy, Yep. Uh, and it's like, uh, I'm the overseer, find me. And that starts uh, your quests, which consist of, go to a place, yep. find the log, uh-huh. put in thing, yep. listen to a two-minute to three-minute audio like 
You, you, did you either of you you what you played Fallout Four a bit or you watched? I Adam watched play Adam. Fallout, I, look, Fallout and even Skyrim. It's just the kind of game that is not for me. Yeah. I don't really like that st- style of RPG. Mm. I'm realizing that that style of game it's just not one of my favorite style of games to play. I don't really like the, the first, first person RPG. Yeah, yeah. And I know there's like hey, there's a third- or is it just like the Bethesda? I think it might be the Bethesda. Like, <laughs> the like oh, there's a third RPG. person option. I'm like it, it is, but it's very it's goofy looking, and I don't like it. Yeah, uh, I, I am all for top down isometric RPGs. Those are my jam. Yeah, look, I can't stand them, but I love <laughs> Skyrim uh, and Fallout New Vegas, I, Fallout Three, a blast. I think I'd love. Fallout and Skyrim, because like I like yeah. the Bethesda games I've played have been like Wolfenstein and yeah. Doom, two games that I adore. Mm. But yeah, they're too big. Yeah. I'm scared. <laughs> I, I fear agree. them. I agree. Like I Fallout definitely not for me. Skyrim I have played and mm. I played it a good chunk of it, but I I think yeah, it's just too big. And I hate the frightens me. I, I hate the that certain options don't shut down other options. Yeah, uh, and that's my biggest gripe with Skyrim. It's the kind of thing I always find with like Skyrim or Fallout. If you're unless you're you're role playing and mm. you're actually role playing, it's mm. not fun. Like in mm. Skyrim, I have to be like, if I'm an assassin, this character is not going to go and become a wizard because this character is an assassin. Yeah. So in, in Fallout seventy six, that's you don't choose a character. <laughs> you're just a maniac wandering the wasteland <laughs> looking for whatever. Like uh, the there are factions. I don't know how to find the different factions. Cool. Uh, the only Good. faction that I have joined, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure if I have. I just know I've done a mission for them. I called the first responders, um, and it's like the people, like the cops and the, the paramedics, like, paramedics and, and stuff. The yeah. first responders. It's real grisly because so yeah, the f- yes, the first responders. <laughs> but like so, who knows? It's Fallout. They could have been. I'm like, yeah, they wear this massive armor, uh, and all of them ride mutated. Horses or whatever. No, but so it's real grisly. So for the the rewards for doing first responder missions are first responder costumes. It's weird to wear a dead cop's uniform. Like what? That's weird. (laughs) No, that's good. What's the equivalent of false valor, but yeah. for first response? I know. So imagine the world ends and you chuck on like a military uniform, and you're like, Wait. "I was a soldier." Wait, this is the the plot of Postman, Kevin Costner <laughs> classic. It this is, is what... he just he just finds a Postman uniform and becomes a Postman. This is the plot of Postman. It's also why Ned Kelly got hung. <laughs> yeah, Stole right. a cop's dead a dead cop's watch. <laughs> and they were like. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> they were like, are you a cop? <laughs> that's a no. dead cop's watch. <laughs> Killed that man, though. <laughs> um, lest we forget. Nope, that's not him. Such is life, is what he said. Not lest we forget. So Wow. <laughs> so it gets very boring very quickly. At what point in the description you just gave us of the starting of the game, where did you first hit boredom? The moment I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> because, so in every other Fallout game, you, you have... Like it kind of a, a little bit of an interesting hook as to who your character is. Yeah. In Fallout Three, you flee your vault for the first time, and you're a brand new person. You're trying to find your dad. Fallout New Vegas, which is just such a great game and such a like divergence from everything else. It's you're a courier who gets shot in the back of the head and then dug up, and you didn't quite die, and now you got to figure out who shot you in the back of the head. In Fallout Four, you were cryogenically frozen, and as you were cryogenically frozen, you saw people steal your baby, and you got to find your baby. In Fallout Fallout 76, you wake up for no reason and leave. <laughs> that is the plot. Well, that's- Who am I? 
I don't know. Why was I just asleep in the vault? I didn't wake up from a cryogenic chamber. That's not role playing because that's just your life. That's just what you I do every day. Every day you wake up for some reason and then you leave your vault or garage, <laughs> yeah. which is your bedroom. And then I am out in the world and I go to places. Um, I'm like, I like that cop's uniform. Yes. <laughs> so there are no NPCs. What? Perfect. At Great all. for an RPG. There are no, you Hang can't on. talk to any. Other the, the, the closest thing they have to NPCs are robots, but they're not really interactive. You go up to them and they say something witty and then you go. Um, the only way you get missions and stuff is from finding like terminals. Um, and the only way you get lore about those missions is with audio logs. So what I was going to say is in Fallout 4 and Fallout whatever, audio logs will last maybe like 20 seconds. Because mm-hmm. that's all you need. You need the like little sousson yeah. of, 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 of lore. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> but in Fallout 76, they last like three or four minutes. And if you stop listening, you have to go back to the start. And opening a menu or some things randomly will just cut it off. And it, in the worst part, it actually doesn't matter because you just get where you need to go on your minimap. And so you do that. The lore is just an annoying thing. Imagine playing Fallout, but someone's just yelling in your <laughs> ear. That's what it's like. Well, I don't mind long-ish audio logs. I... Look, that happens in Bioshock quite a lot. But again, that game is also 10 years old, so yeah. they have learned a lot. There's also the stuff so. going on. Also, it's a single-player game. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. So. <laughs> screaming at people. The enemies that I've encountered so far. Have you killed a guy yet? Like, as in... Well, that's something I was going to talk about. So, there are other people. Obviously, it is a... a- MMO? Yeah. Massively <laughs> say, multiplayer. Is it an MMO? Do you level? I guess you do level you up. You do level up, and I'll get Massive to that as well. Massive multiplayer... MMG, on- Massive Multiplayer Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> massive uh, Multiplayer Online Role-Playing Game. Um, a Morpog. Yeah, oh, it's, yeah. A, it's a Morpog. MMORPG, I forgot the RPG. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you can, enc- I, and I have encountered other people. The, fir- the moment I got into the game, I arrived in the first town it leads you to. And there was a guy who was on a workbench making something. And I went over and I was like, what now? <laughs> because the two things you can do are you can be like, invite to join team. Yep. That's the one thing you can... Or not invite to join team. <laughs> Those are your options. I stabbed at him. Nothing happened. Because... And I'm not sure because the game never really tells you. Either you... When you attack someone, if they attack you back, all of a sudden you can hurt each other. Or you just reach a certain level and then you can be damaged by other players. And you can damage other players. Before that, you just can't. Until you're like level nine, or it maybe it's the first way. Again, it never says. Okay. So I was going to say, one of those is is sort of typical of yeah. sort of MMOs, where it's like, you know, for the first, you know, 10 levels or whatever, while you get used to the game, I, you I can't suspect get it's that, but I've also heard briefed. that it's the other one. Ah. Yes. Um, and that is all you can do. You know, for a game that is like, hey, here we are, it's an online mm. uh, RPG with a whole bunch of other players, it's a Fallout game, so there should be, like, a heavy uh, emphasis on role-playing. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Good. that's incredibly frustrating. I, the guy at the workbench, I stabbed a couple times, he just ignored me. Oh. And then I left. <laughs> and that was my encounter with NPCs. With, with not NPCs, with other players. Uh, my second encounter, my only other encounter, was walking in the woods and I was fighting ghouls and then a man in power armor fought ghouls and I left. So. <laughs> okay. It's really hard to tell how you're feeling about the game. Yeah. I've, so I'm well, interested to see the thumb score mm, or anything else you'd yeah. like to talk about. So uh-huh. uh, one of the greatest things about a Fallout game is that if you find an interesting location, mm-hmm. there's probably going to be interesting loot, maybe an interesting enemy or an interesting story. So, yeah. okay, Fallout 76, the Mothman Museum. 
Ooh. What do you imagine's gonna be there? A Mothman. Ah, what is um, actually there? I was gonna say a cop it, outfit. Is it, is it like hey, a museum about the Mothman? So you can go in there and maybe read up about interesting lore of the Mothman. Maybe the Mothman prophecies. Maybe you can read the Mothman prophecies in the game. Can you watch the Mothman prophecies in this <laughs> game? Richard yes. Can you watch Richard <laughs> Gear? Gear? <laughs> like Richard Grant? No, wrong. <laughs> Richard Gear's yeah. classic, the Mothman prophecies. Alas, not. Ah, there are garbage. Um, there is not ba- even on DVD. There is basic loot. So like, oh, is hey. Richard Gear? Does he voice one of the players that are not there? I wish Richard Gear voiced. Th- I know there is a Mothman in the game. Mm-hmm. And is it voiced by Richard? Gere? I hope so. <laughs> I hope he's like, I'm sorry, this game is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember me in the Mothman prophecies? That's why I'm the Mothman. <laughs> and then it gives you a little prompt to say yes by pressing X. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's there's just nothing in the Mothman Museum. There's the the coolest thing in the whole area is there's a little shrine to the Mothman, but there's nothing you can do there. There's cool. no there's no unique loot to it. The enemies in the area are the same enemies you find everywhere else. I broke into the Moth or I walked into the Mothman Museum. <laughs> I was like, two cool, different things. Cool. Well, because then I was like, oh, cool. There's a back door. Maybe that'll lead me to something cool. I unlocked it. Guess what was on the other side? Another locked door that I needed to be a level higher to get it. <laughs> I'm starting to suspect that this game is not very good. Ow! That's some <laughs> that's some that's some quality game right there. Um, perks are so leveling up. You do oh, level. Yeah. What 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 uh, what is the um the the illusion of leveling up? Is there one, or do you actually so have to level up? You do level up. Oh, that's cool. Absolutely, but. It's not like a normal RPG where you put your points into your various stats in Fallout. They could your special. Your, mm-hmm. well, I forget what they are. But <laughs> it's not like that. It's more like every time you level up, you can put perks into different uh, areas of your of your stats. But those perks are largely randomized, and I suspect in my game keep disappearing. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, well, I gotta lock pick, pick locks. I guess. All right. Fine, I'll try to get every lockpicking perk I can, bearing in mind that you just get a random selection of perks. So I'm, I'm basically like, I just hope I'll get a lockpicking perk. Okay, so there's no rhyme or reason. It's just like, hey, mm. congratulations, you've hit level two. Uh, we've shuffled a deck of cards with the perks in them. Yep. Still has four to choose from. Basically, I hope they're what you wanted. Mm. Um, so you actually oh, Have good. they been what you've wanted? No. <laughs> <gasps> um, so, but then I remember once I was like, oh, there's a lockpicking perk. Sweet. I'll choose that. Because mm. uh, it it shows you the the various perks you've got, and then it goes into a menu where you can pick them, and it just wasn't there. So I don't know what happened. I assume I just lost it. But then I could pick locks that were a level higher than I could previously. So maybe uh. I just got it. Who knows? Oh, uh, I'm I'm guessing you have it, but it just doesn't tell you. I just never got the opportunity to pick it, even though I got the opportunity to pick it with everything else. So you know the beauty of any for like or any RPG really is that perks are the kind of thing. Mm. That you can pick and choose for your specific play style. Yeah, yeah. that's what makes them of, fun. Know, yes. to what you you're like, do. you know what? I'm going to be, uh, you know, say in Skyrim, you're like, I'm going to cast magic and mm-hmm. I'm going to focus on destruction magic, but I'm also going to be heavily armored. So I'm going to focus on all my armor perks. Or in Fallout, you're like, uh, like New Vegas, say, you're like, oh, I'm going to focus on just shotguns and being able to survive being irradiated. That's yeah. kind of what I'm going yeah, for. I'm going to be a radiated shotgun, <laughs> you know, radiated shotgun ninja. Yeah, the yeah, radioactive yeah. shotgun ninja, best build. Um, and you're like. <laughs> Sounds powerful. And that's what's fun, because you can choose that and it changes your playstyle every time. Fallout 76 is like, good luck, 
Uh, you're just getting at random, so your character build is basically just whatever you're stuck with. Currently, I'm very good at attacking people with a fire axe. Yes. Yes. And I can eat as much irradiated water as I want. That's great. Both of those seem like they very much suit your play style. Well, I've just been very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> or, alternatively, and this... Look, I'm putting a lot of faith into a game that, by all accounts, is barely functioning. Or... It does pay attention to your playstyle, and the perks you're unlocking mimic things that you've done. We see you get five perks um, every, like, second, maybe, or third level. I'm not quite sure. Five uh, to pick from, or literally five? Like five gives- to pick from. Oh, okay, I was going to say, that is So I've just, I've just picked the best ones. The good that, ones. Yeah, the, the good ones. let me drink all the bad water. But I could also be um, a, a man who gets extra health from eating dog food and is very good at punching people. Also a build that quite suits me, but this is not the norm. <laughs> there are very few people out there who are like, I want to punch ghouls and eat dog food. So I'm just very lucky. Well, I heard a story, and this is 100% alleged because it's literally a secondhand story that was told to me that was based on, I think, a YouTube video or maybe an article that uh, there's a glitch. A man found a glitch in Fallout 76 that made him invincible. Mm. He can't mm. die. Bethesda doesn't know how to fix it. So they've just been to him like, mm, don't tell anyone how you <laughs> yeah. did that. Well, it's yeah. good that he didn't tell everyone. <laughs> well, I don't think he said. I think he also. Oh, I just so didn't like, tell everyone how he did it. Yeah, he, he hates he hates it. Because it's yeah. just like, I can't play the game. Oh, yeah, because the, the only good, the moments of. You know, I'll get to the moments of pleasure. I oh, yeah. Yes. Towards the yeah, end. this compliment There's still sandwich. more to go through. So, enemies somehow hit me from miles away, but with melee weapons. All right, so, just a. Pro or con? This is a con. Okay, 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 I okay, walked okay. into a super mutant encampment. I was like, pull out my gun. It didn't. And okay, then look, look. There's a lot of negative in this game. All right. Okay. And now I just, my positive. Now can right. we do like a, a bit of a compliment sandwich? Okay. Or maybe, um, so we want something positive. Yes. And then all the negatives and then another positive. All right. Let's get something positive. So this, like, just, just, just one. We, we really need two positives. So, start in the end. So what's so the positive? I, the moments of pleasure I get from this game yep. are... When I'm fighting enemies, because they're not that hard to kill. <laughs> yeah, okay. right. and then and it's and a now. bit satisfying yes. to say with a shotgun that you've crafted yourself mm-hmm. to shoot a super mutant in the chest and watch him die. And and obviously, I play really poorly, so I have like always very little health. Yeah. And so it's a bit fun to be a little bit on edge. Obviously, that is. Uh, negated a little bit by the fact that I don't know why I'm doing it because okay. there's nothing good that they have and nothing's telling me to do it, but that can be a little bit fun. All right, and, okay, now and now the, the constructive criticisms. Okay, so yes, enemies hit me from miles away with hammers <laughs> and I don't know how. <laughs> Once a super mutant slammed the ground about four meters away from me and I died, and then as I was dying, three more super mutants spawned directly in front of me, one of which was on fire. <laughs> Um, Wait, is this still bad stuff? Because that sounds good <laughs> um, There's heaps of enemies Which is kind of cool yeah. It's a bit of a compliment yeah. Way more enemies than you would normally get in a regular Fallout game Some really interesting design choices yep. um, But they kill you in one hit 99% of the time So I just avoid them So I just mostly hang out with Scorched and Ghouls uh, But it's kind of cool um, And event missions are confusing And I don't know how to do them I was at a place, they were like, hey, fix this, 
like, it was like, fix the terminals at this particular base. Okay. So I walked around and fixed them, and there was a little bar that said fix terminals, and it just wasn't going up, and I just don't know why. And I died a million times there, and I still don't. And then the event failed, and I was like, well. And I think I stopped playing at that point, because far out. <laughs> also, the textures glitch out all the time. Uh, and I've been kicked several times as well, and also once the PlayStation turned off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one last good thing? Uh, um, one last good thing. Surely there's one last good thing. I remember you were saying something about the VAT system. Yes, that's true. I really like... Thanks for reminding me. I quite like... So obviously, VATs in Fallout, or any of the Fallouts, is a thing where your, your screen freezes... Uh, or goes into super slow motion, and you can pick out points on an enemy's body where you'd like to attack them. Mm-hmm. And then you click it a couple times, and you'll shoot several times. You know, it's kind of it's almost like a bit like Dead Eye in a Red Dead game, or bullet that, time bullet, in exactly. the Matrix. But obviously that's hard to do in, in a multiplayer game, because you can't freeze time for everyone. That would just be annoying. You'd just or be playing the, the game, game, and all of a sudden, and you'd be like, well, someone's shooting something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly shocked that doesn't happen based on everything Good else on you've said. Well, the game <laughs> stops sometimes, but I don't think that's why. But the way it basically works is that it's almost just like an aimbot now. So you use VATS, you target someone, and kind of no matter where you shoot, you're going to hit them. And that's kind of nice. That is a nice, happy median. A compromise. A good compromise. Exactly, between VATS and no VATS. And I think that's actually maybe the best thing about the game. Um, One final gripe, unfortunately, that I just remembered. uh, a little bit. So here's your compliment sandwich. And now, oh, look, a bit of fell out. A bit of (laughs) filling fell on the side of the plate. And they've got to tuck that in. As I handed it to you, I sneezed. All of the a, a lot of the costume assets are the same costume assets from Fallout Four. Ah, I have maybe twenty different costume assets, and three of them are unique. Cool. To Fallout Seventy Six, so brand new full priced game. You're holding a piece of paper and looking at it and making a face, which is not. I'm trying to think of a thumb score that isn't no thumbs, because <laughs> I feel like that's just one thumb down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One thumb pointed down. One thumb pointed down. But obviously, I don't want to give it a full thumb. Oh, it's a knuckle pointed down. Well, so make your hand like an ape's hand and, and do a thumbs down. Well, the lowest score that we've given in thumb cramps so far is Donkey Kong 64, which you gave one knuckle to. Uh, this game reminds me a bit of Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> but you know what? One knuckle. It's got that same janky, nobody paid attention to this game feel. One knuckle pointed down. Yeah, one downward pointed knuckle for full out. 76. Well, that was a positive note. Yeah. <laughs> and what have you been playing? Uh, but before we get to that, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Maybe. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Also, we're looking at doing a consistent thumb cramp stream every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Australian time. So head to our channel over at twitch.tv slash sanspansradio to watch us play some video games. Now, Dusha... What have you been playing? So I've been playing Moonlighter for the Nintendo Switch. It's an indie game. It's a roguelike RPG and I guess shop simulator, which was a surprise That's when a I bought cool it. Cool mix. Yeah, uh, it's super super fun. Uh, it basically looks like a two D Zelda game, to be honest. Right. Um, basically, the whole premise of the game is you're in charge of a shop in a town, cool. but you want to be a warrior. There is five dungeons that have been sealed off. Uh, to the town and adventurers are like every time we go into these dungeons they look different and they kill us <laughs> so your character's <laughs> like I want to be an adventurer I'm going to bur- burst into the first dungeon with my broom mm-hmm. we're going to attack some enemies uh, and collect items sell them at my shop use that money buy new weapons get further in dungeon stuff oh like that's that. a great concept yeah Big that's good fan. as it is a great concept the game and this is the first time I've played something on the Switch that has made me kind of feel this way it's a bit rough around the edges. There's been a few ah. times where glitches have ended the gameplay for me. Really? I've gone through walls and not been able to get back out. Mm-hmm. I've got stuck in treasure chests. Mm. Um, it's only happened probably like three or four times. And I've played it for six or seven hours. But it's enough that I'm a bit on edge. And I'm only up to the second dungeon. So the way you progress through the dungeons, you have to kill the boss. That mm-hmm. unlocks the next dungeon, etc. I'm up to the second dungeon. And the game in some of the second dungeon things, slows down a bit already. Oh. So I'm kind of... Do you inter- mean like, as in like it gets like... Um, uh, like the switch heats up? Like the frame rate drops? Yeah, the frame rate drops because there's too many Ooh, characters on no. screen. Which is <laughs> not ideal <laughs> considering I'm pretty early in the game. The shop huh. simulator stuff is also... It's good, but weird. Like pretty much oh. the way that it works is... Every item you get, you can sell in your shop. That's yeah. right. And you get to choose the pricing. Oh, it's so good. When you open your shop, characters come in, they react to the prices. You use that as like an idea of how much you should be selling stuff for. Cool. There is demand and stuff like that. So occasionally when you open your shop, someone will come in, they'll see an item and you'll get like an arrow go up and they'll be like, oh, the demand is high. So then you can 
up mm. increase the price a little bit. Hell's yeah, capitalism, it, big fan. It's fun, but repetitive. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't seem like it's super deep. No. So basically, the boss for the first dungeon was fun. Uh, I killed him pretty easily, though, but it was like a cool design. The dungeons look similar, uh, but they're obviously randomly generated, but the actual layout and stuff mm. like that is pretty similar. It's like the same as like a, a Link to the Past or something like yeah. that. Okay. The enemies aren't super different from each other uh like as in like there's a slime in the first one but then like an acid slime in the second one there is some unique stuff uh and it's cool like i said i like i've played like six or seven hours of it it's very 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 addictive and very easy to pick up and play um what's the sort of story thing when you die like when you come back like uh the the dungeon spits you out you've they kind of do like a weird hand wavy thing it's basically so what you can do there's a few different ways you can if you die in the dungeon you lose all your items and the dungeon spits you back out there is an item that you get very early on that lets you teleport out of the dungeon for a price you get to keep all of your items um but you obviously can't go back into the point where you left then there's another item which is just a door that takes you from where you were in the dungeon to the town, so you can sell all the stuff you've collected, then go back to where you yeah, left okay. off. So it's an easy way. Is, is the aim to do all four dungeons or oh, five dungeons? Sorry. So the aim is that each of the four. So first, it's four dungeons. Yeah. And you get a key in each of them, which unlocks the fifth dungeon, uh, okay, which no cool. one has ever been into. Uh, and is that when you finish the fifth dungeon, you finish the game? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Each there's a lot, a lot of items. Like I'm constantly getting stuff from. Like I've never seen this before. <laughs> How am I meant to sell this in my shop? I don't even know what I'm holding. <laughs> is that the kind of thing where you like, you get an item in the dungeon and you're like, do I keep this or do I sell this? So, I'm noticing this in the second dungeon already, which is you've got 20 slots in your backpack, and if that fills up, then you can't pick anything else up. Ah. Um, you can sell stuff on the fly but at a very discounted rate okay uh like something like it's not a specific rate but it's anywhere between like 20 and 30 percent of yeah, the yeah, value yeah. you can sell yeah, in yeah, your yeah. shop mm. so you can do that with like some of the cheaper stuff but occasionally like in the second dungeon for instance i'm finding stuff that's worth every every common item is worth more than it is in the first dungeon so my brain is like no oh, but think about how much money you can sell this for <laughs> Which is dumb. What well, dumb huck, of me? Can you huck the items in a lake if you don't want them? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you can drop them on the floor. Perfect. Uh, I guess that's good. It's close to a lake. You can drop <laughs> them off a cliff. <laughs> that's good. Um, the I'll controls are fun. All of like, there's a few different types of weapons. Yeah. So there's like sword, shield, uh, big sword, spear, bow and arrow, stuff like that. Like, there's yeah, a lot okay. of different ways you can play. You can have two uh, weapons equipped at the same time, so you can switch between them. So that's fun. It's just one of those things where it feels like that it's a really good game. The idea for an indie game, like, it's not super, super deep, but there's enough there to keep you playing. But it's just missing some of the polish. Mm. Okay. And that is making me concerned about putting more time into it because I'm like, if these things are happening now... I would be so nervous. If the frame rate in the second dungeon is as bad, surely it's just going to get worse. Well, that's the thing. And I know that the Nintendo Switch has had problems with some of the ports and stuff like that. Yeah. That happening. Did Moonlighter start as a PC game? I'm not actually sure. Okay. Because I know, is it Rhyme, I want to say? Yeah. Yeah. yeah which looked like such a fun game to yeah, play. Yeah, so and pretty and play cool. It, but apparently when the, yeah, I experienced this when it came to the Switch port, the handheld version, mm. um, just the frame rates dropped. Whereas if you played it on like a TV, it was fine. Yeah. Well, I tried playing this on a TV um, the, and like I still noticed it a little bit. It's not like a huge, huge 
It's not a thing. game killer, but you're like, mm. yeah. It's just more, just like it's more that I'm just concerned about how bad okay, it might, yeah, how bad is going to get. Because mm. uh, another game that I really, 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 really liked has this problem so bad that it sometimes crashes, which is Mr. Shifty, another game on the Switch, oh, yeah. where the last level there's some stuff that's there's so much stuff happening that occasionally if you're playing a handheld thing, the frame rate will drop so much that the game just Dies. shuts. Mm. Which wow. is not good for a home console. Yeah. No. That, that's, no. That's a, that's um, a But yeah, look. Look. Moonlighter is 37 Australian dollars, which is not super cheap, especially for an indie game. Um, that's like kind of a weird mid-tier pricing. Mm. And it is very fun. And I've kind of lent heavily into the negatives that I have. But I think that price point is the thing that's got kind of pushing me towards it. Because something like Child of Light, which I spoke about in detail, was much cheaper and yeah. far more polished, but is an older game. Mm. It's look. I'm having a good. I'm having fun with it. Having mm. a good time. I'm just a little concerned about some of the cracks that are starting to show this early I, on. I really like the the because it's such a classic thing in an RPG where you you're selling your items to make more money to buy more items. I, I think that's such a neat mm. way to to incorporate that into the like the game. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of a really new and cool idea. But yeah, from the sound, I, I love that little concept that you've got. That is yeah. sort of there, but from the sounds of it, it almost sounds disappointing. Like, I kind of almost, from what you're saying, I almost want more of the shopkeeping no, aspect. The shopkeeping stuff gets... Because it's literally all that happens is mm. you put stuff on a table, you set the pricing. Yeah, that's what I mean. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, know. I, I want more in-depth yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. You want it to be like a literally 50-50 split between being a shop-running simulator yeah. and a dungeon crawler, not oh. a dungeon crawler where the way you make more money is by mm. like yeah. a yeah. shop-running right. minigame. Because I liked imagine that. Imagine I... locals. Imagine, sorry, yeah. Just like, imagine having like the same person coming mm. in and in always kind of, oh, yeah, this, 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 and getting to know them that all. kind of ah. ha- There's character types that do that. Okay. So, like, there's people that only buy weapons, there's mm-hmm. people that, or people that will pay more for weapons. People that will pay more for like potions and stuff like yeah. that. So you get like imagine a Cheers situation, <laughs> yeah. but in an RPG. You want a Cheers adaptation video, <laughs> video game adaptation. Yeah, with uh, some dungeon mastering. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, it's good, and to be honest, like I'm going to give it a pretty high thumb score. It's just that I wish I knew these things going into play it, but I would also recommend people playing it. But maybe wait until it's on sale because thirty-seven fifty Australian, you can probably that get takes, a better game. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to give it. Well, probably three thumbs. Okay. Okay. Maybe okay. it's push. It's three thumbs pushing three thumbs in a knuckle. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, look. Uh, so this week, look, I didn't have a lot of time on my hands. I had a few little social uh, events I had to go to. Oh, uh, you've got friends. Uh, we yeah, get it. Cool. Okay. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mister, I have a video game podcast, but also people still talk to me. So look, uh, rather than uh, look, you know go through the like, you know the Switch library or the PS4 or whatever I've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give a bit of a review on it's, it's, it's a 1998 classic game, mm. but for the tabletop. Oh, oh, for that <laughs> that fourth video game console, the table. <laughs> you got the Nintendo Switch, it's the PlayStation good. 4, yep. the Xbox One, the Xbox One X, and the, the table. table. Yes, and uh, so this the game that um, uh, we played um, is called uh, Guillotine by Wizards of the Coast from Dungeons & Dragons oh. publishing fame. Um, so the game is called yeah, Guillotine. Uh, it's, yep. it's set during the... Uh, French thing? The French Revolution. Yes! The French thing. French. The French. You know that thing, French yeah. thing that yeah, They love the guillotines in that yeah, French yeah, thing. Yeah. I knew what was going uh, on. It's a very simple and really interesting mm. uh, board game or card game is that uh, it revolves around three days. Yep. And so you put out 12 
um, nobils or 12 people mm-hmm. that are going to be sent to the guillotine. And um, you've got a, you know, some, some uh, action cards in your hand. You start off with, I think, five. Yep. And when it comes to your turn, you can sort of be like, oh, yes, I, you know, the, the, the noble trips. So they go three spaces down. And at the end of your turn, you collect the head of uh, the, the noble who was in front. And the, each noble or each person is worth more points than others. Cool. So Maria Antoinette is worth, say, five. Yeah. Whereas a captain of the guard, only two. Um, it's cool that you can, you're playing a board game where you can have Mary Antoinette's head. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. There's just That's very cool. few games in general give yes. you that possibility. Uh, and there's certain things, like if you, unfortunately, it's up to your turn, and there's the hero of the of the people yep. uh, is there. He's worth a negative three. Uh, so they've got okay. negative points, uh, and you can get some martyrs, and they're also worth So is it like you've got, you've got your 12 cards, and on your turn, you're mm-hmm. like, you... you Decide yeah. things that happen to the cards so that various people get shuffled around. Yeah, Is that, that's how it kind of works. And yeah. then whoever's at the head and gets that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, and then after the end, you know, so when um those twelve people are all being executed, then the the day ends and you start afresh. <laughs> um, because boy, do the revolutions love some uh, beheadings, and that w- works, you know, for three days. And of course, at the end, uh, you tally up your scores and you see who won. Um, and it's a lot again, a lot of fun. Would play it again. Now, um, it does say this game is for two to five players. Yeah. Unfortunately, we played with a hot seven. Okay. So, um, look, not ideal. Yeah. Uh, I can't so by imagine. the by the end that it can, you know, by the time that it gets back to your turn, basically the day is already gone and yeah. done. And yep. there are, there are Almost game ruining um, cards. There's like the Robespierre uh, card. If you, he gets um, beheaded, then that's the end of the day. He's the last person. So if the person uh, he's up front, mm. that's a whole day gone. Wow, um, that's kind of cool though. Kinda I kind of cool, like but that. But you can be like, ah, well, I see that that day is gone, and uh, yeah. my turn is not even relevant. Yeah, I'm kind of into it. Mm. This so, is on you for having too many friends. <laughs> this is on me. Yes, I 100 percent agree. So this game, a lot of fun. Would recommend, but I would recommend playing it with the recommended uh, playing people. Yeah, fair. So, it's um, cool to play games. To follow- Sometimes it's cool to follow the rules, kids. Stay in. <laughs> school <laughs> quit those cigarettes and listen to your mama <laughs> uh, and also um, because i am an um, uneducated swine yep. yeah. and don't know much about the french revolution or the french thing the, the french the thing french, or the Deuce many clearly knows less so you're good dude <laughs> or the many many french revolutions it was a lot of fun playing it with people who were far smarter than i who knew a lot about the french revolution like oh no you beheaded marie Antoinette. you're like who <laughs> yes like i found out that marie Antoinette. oh my god yes please oh i'm in love with this woman so let uh, them eat cake. Yes. See, I know things. You know the yeah. quote. So apparently, yeah. uh, someone will play. Did with, she? Though? They were telling me that. Um, so the best thing that she would do, or one of the most amazing things she she did, was that she wanted to know how the peasantry lived. So she got um, people to construct a peasant-like town or a peasant-like thing, whatever, in the castle. So that oh, she could rolls. go and pretend to live amongst the peasantries. So it's just like, oh yes, here's a peasant-like structure, but look, a wonky leg <laughs> or a wonky wall. <laughs> and then there was, of course, a tower constructed in the in Peasantville where she lived. That's incredible. So that she was rolls. like, she's like, I want to live like a peasant, but I would like to live like a good peasant. <laughs> I, wow. I guess. So again, look, mocking my, my the poor. Of, That's cool. My <laughs> level of history and knowledge is quite low. So if this is also wrong. Uh, 
Uh, blame my retelling. Don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but it was sort of fun listening to other people who knew a lot more about that um, talk about the French Revolution because it is such a fun and interesting topic that I know nothing about. It's great that it's fun, but also you learn something. Exactly. But that is, you know, with a caveat of you need to have people who know about yeah. that. So, I you're going to be like, because yeah. you weren't sure if it was true, like with a caveat that maybe I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's right. Possibly maybe you learn lies. I mean, I didn't you learn stuff, nothing. but it yeah. could be wrong. <laughs> so, uh, yes, a very fun game. And it's like about 30 minutes maybe to complete. Oh, so that's good. Oh, that's that's really good for a board game. Easy yeah. to set up, so you can kind of have a couple of different um, rounds of this. So as board games go... Does it get repetitive? Um, I would say probably, yeah. Yeah, like so It's a 30-minute game. It sound, yeah. I just, I'm just thinking like, it sounds yeah. like it, it's the kind of game that could get a bit repetitive. Yeah, like if, if you're having like a regular, like either a weekly or fortnightly board game night, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a game you might want to crack out at the start, get people in the mood, yep. sort of be playing some board games, um, and maybe play one round. Yeah. If you're lucky, maybe pushing it, maybe a second. But uh, anything after that, I'd probably say, like, look... Move on to something else. Yeah, play yeah. something else. So it's Load cool up the warm-up. YouTube. <laughs> Let's really wreck this party. <laughs> so, What's yeah. a funny thing you remember from the internet? Make everyone watch it. Oh, uh, yeah. This, this is so funny. And then look at the other person and see if they laugh. Uh, I've been at a party recently. See, I also have friends. Even though, yeah, so Jackson, <coughs> what? Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen another human soul <laughs> except for this. <laughs> Not even in Fallout. Not even in <laughs> Fallout. It's so quiet in there. <laughs> Uh, yes. Yeah, I was at a party where they could only tell, like, uh, they're like, hey, I want to show you a video. We're not going down a YouTube hole, though, because that wrecks parties. Mm. Four videos in, no one was talking to each other, and we were down a YouTube yeah. hole, and uh. it wrecked the party. You can't uh. avoid it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't do it. Now everyone's like, oh, there's a funny, like, a YouTube thing that I want to No! Watch. Like, no, just, just message me it. Tag me in it. it. I will watch it later. Don't tag me. This. I don't want the public to know. Just message Someone's me. Someone's like, hey, I got a YouTube video that I want to show you. I'm like, look. Don't show it to me, but describe it. And then when they finish describing it, say, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So uh, all in all, uh, uh, Guillotine, the game, the 1998 tabletop game. Four thumbs up. Four, four thumbs. thumbs. Four That's thumbs. pretty four good. Thumbs. That's huge. Oh, just a quick recap, uh, because we've only spoken about two video games this week. Yeah. I might just throw in a third. Sure. Uh, uh, Dusha. Video, the... video, video, video. Games uh, are games. Uh, games are games. The fourth console. Oh, the tabletop. <laughs> so I just want to touch on... Uh, just a revision of uh, my review from last week. Yeah, sure. Yes, yes. Uh, so I have finished Spyro 2. Okay. And I am like 20% of completion of Spyro 3. Just like to uh, change my thumb score once again. <laughs> there is an Easter egg in Spyro 2 where a skeleton flosses. Oh, no. Uh, it's going up. Yeah, <laughs> baby. 3.5 thumbs. But Spyro 3 falls into the same trap as Donkey Kong where there is way too much stuff going on. Also, it is insanely hypersexualized. They keep building it up throughout the games and then in Spyro 3 everyone's like, hey Spyro, you have a handsome. Maybe at the end they'll just Maybe we should, yeah. Uh, So yeah, it's back down to three thumbs. (laughs) Uh, And the skateboarding stuff, which the mechanics are garbage. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, Yeah, so three thumbs for Spyro, which is where it started, but it has changed and yeah, look, it's, a, it's a revised it's three. Good, it's good, yeah. It's yeah. a it's a yeah. three with a little a little wiser, a little yeah. more knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and look, check it next week when I've probably finished it, <laughs> and I'll let you know how it is. Then. Let you know if it's remained at three. Yeah. All right. So all in all, this episode, what seven and a and seven uh, thumbs and a knuckle. 
So yeah. it was a knockoff for Fallout. Yep. Three uh, three thumbs for Moonlighter and four thumbs for Guillotine. Mm-hmm. That's seven and a half, seven thumbs and a one knuckle. I wish Fallout seventy six was more than a one knuckler, but a one knuckler pointing <laughs> down. Yeah, a, a negative one knuckler. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just wish it was a game that was. Just wish it was an actual video game and. Not whatever the hell I've been playing. It, it feels like maybe it might be a good game in six months. Well, here's the thing. Maybe. My final addendum is that I have played it by myself, not with friends. Maybe the moment I play it with a friend, I'll have a different opinion. So watch this space, because I'm sure I'll, if it's good, I'll talk about it. It's made me want to play Fallout 4, a game I've owned since it came out Fallout and have never blast. played. It's not mm. as good as Fallout New Vegas, but it's still fun. Cool. Well, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. I've been Joel. See you next time, Thumbos. The Thumbs from Spy Kids. Yay! That's much better than Thumbos. Thumb Warriors, whatever they're called. What do we think about Thumbos? Yeah. Yeah. Email us. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch just how competent or incompetent we are at video games, head on over to twitch.tv slash sanspansradio where you'll see us and other members of the Sanspans network live stream some of our favourite video games. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.